Hello and welcome to the From the Field podcast, a series that takes you inside the Australian cotton industry. I'm Darren Davies and this is Season 1, Episode 1. On the program today, Aaron Kiley. Aaron, welcome. Welcome, Darren. Thank you. Now, in cities across Australia, as you know, Aaron, many businesses and industries keep suburbs thriving. They provide jobs, uh, community initiatives and opportunities. But in rural towns, farming is often the key industry, as you know, Aaron, where uh, you are an emerald there. And when times are good and there's plenty of rain, the towns thrive. But when drought strikes and the ability to grow crops and farm livestock is constricted, those towns and communities can really suffer. Cotton is a major contributor in the towns the industry operates in, like Emerald, with farmers investing back into their community by supporting local businesses, hiring local people, donating to charities and contributing to community organisations like schools and sports clubs, both of which I'm sure you're part of, Aaron. But what is it like to live in a cotton community to find out? We will talk to Aaron Kiley. Aaron is a cotton grower from Emerald, as I've alluded to, in central Queensland. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Darren. Um, no, Emerald. Emerald's a, a great uh, community to be a part of. Darren, it's as you touched on, it's it's a very diverse area. Um, it's young, it's thriving, and in, there's a lot of opportunity out here. The diversity we, we have in Emerald, there's dryland farming, cattle, mining, and of course, irrigated cropping, and cotton's predominantly the main crop we grow. Um, and, and with also horticulture as well, Darren. It is an interesting town, isn't it? it it's, it's, it's a little bit isolated from some of the major centres. Could you just talk us through what it's like living in Emerald? Well, Emerald is, as I touched, it is, it is young. It's a vibrant town and it's got a great community feel. There's a, a lot of sporting opportunities in Emerald. There's Lake Maraboon or Fairburn Dam situated south of the town with water sports. Um, great facilities in parks. It's yeah, it's just a great place to live. Just take us through whereabouts you are for those who haven't had the opportunity to visit yet. Yeah, so Emerald's located um, in central Queensland. We're around three hundred kilometres east of Rockhampton, or inland around nine hundred kilometres, you know, northwest of Brisbane. Um, we have got a great airline service that that does go in and out of Emerald daily um, with two different airlines. So there is opportunity there to be able to, to get to Brisbane, but by a car, it's a, it's a fair little trip. Take us through how you arrived in Emerald. Were you born there or how did, the, how did it come to be that you're established out there with your family now? We're originally um, southwest Queensland, so St George. Uh, Mum and Dad um, had the opportunity Oh, met met in the younger years out at St George in Queensland, um, Southwest Queensland, and started their cotton journey um, in in St George. Uh, from there, Dad wanted to be able to take on his own farming enterprise, and the opportunity wasn't there. And uh, Emerald was a community that was growing um, with the development of Fairburn Dam in the early seventies, and Dad. Came up to Emerald and there was a great opportunity to buy a block and develop and, you know, build, build I suppose, our family, our family farm where we are today. And, um, yeah, totally enjoy where we are. Okay, so can you take us through what happens uh, to a cotton community like Emerald when you have a tough cotton season? Does that impact on, on 
the community in general? It can um, impact on the community, um, but these these cotton communities are, are fairly resilient with a lot of, like Australian cotton farms, as you know, are 90% Australian owned. And these, these um, communities are built with, there's agronomists, there's your machinery dealers, um, your resellers, and they're, they're here for the long term. So um, they're always going to be there and hopefully they stick it out with the farmers. Um, with, the, with the tough years with cotton, we can, you know, grow cotton. We don't have to grow cotton, but it's predominantly our, our main crop of, of income. But with our community, we still donate. Like that community vibe, you need to keep that, that community feel within our growers. You need to connect growers with the community and um, it, it does keep the, the vibe up. So the dry years are there, but in a town like Emerald and other cotton communities, I... I think there's a lot of opportunity to keep it, you know, you're out and about and um, continue to um, grow, yeah. You, you discussed what happens in a tough year. What happens in a, in a good year? So when times are really good and there are good crops and good outcomes, does that flow through to everybody? Well, it does, Darren. Like you're, you're buying, um, you know, you're, you're always, I suppose, you're investing in the community and new machinery and you're... Um, you're with that machinery, you've got local people, there's more agronomists in town, the resellers employ more people, and, and these are young people that are, you know, they're a part of your rugby union, your rugby league clubs, they're part of cricket. Um, so when, when cotton communities are thriving, you know, these are families that come to town, they come to our schools, and all these communities have great schooling, I feel, through throughout the cotton communities, north to south, but here in Emerald, there's a lot of opportunity with schooling. And, um, yeah, we're in a good year of cotton. You're employing more people, which are family, and um, they are part of your community. Talking about being part of the community, can you take us through your own situation? Um, you know, you've got Carly, you've got the kids. Uh, what involvement do you have in your community? What's a typical week look like in the life of the Kylie family? Well, um, away from farming, we, as a family, um, all the kids play. There's a lot of sport involved. Um, our young fella, he, Griff, he, he plays rugby league, cricket, um, part of a lot of schooling, school sport, which is great for the kids. Meg, she does netball and has joined cricket this year. So part of the Kylie family can be, you know, we, we start the week out. We have uh, football training on a Tuesday touch football on a Wednesday, uh, football training on a Thursday, cricket training on a Friday. And then as part of it, uh, I'm vice president of the, or president of the junior cricket at Emerald Brothers. And we organise Master Blasters. Um, I coach the, the junior cricket team, which Carly, my wife, um, she's a manager and scores week in, week out. And a lot of other well, farming or cotton farming families do exactly the same as that um, for our community. Um, after after cricket on a Saturday, I leave safe on a Sunday. And as you say, I um, probably where do you fit farming in there? But it's just a way to be a part of your community, um, get your family off the farm and, and get in there and, you know, have a laugh. Yeah, so it's, um, 
Yeah, they're busy weeks, but that's what family farming families are about. Darren Davies here, just taking a quick break from the podcast to let you know how easy it is to discover more about the Australian cotton industry today. For farmer stories, interactive video quizzes, fascinating case studies and key industry information, head to cottonaustralia.com.au or search for Cotton Australia on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter. Now though, it's back to the episode. You sound like you've got a huge involvement in the in, in the broader community. Is that quite typical for a cotton farmer? Well, when I look around, the, there is a lot of um, cotton farming families that, that I do know that are typically involved in, in the community in different ways. And it could be a, it, the local show, for example, has cotton farming families on there. Um, our rugby league club, our cricket club, both both cricket clubs in Emerald have um, cotton farming families, um, and you can look broader. You know, they're just the rugby union club. There's cotton family fam farming families are part of that. So it's, I oh, I don't know. You know, you you're just a part of it, but it's very enjoyable to watch. I don't know the get the kids into town, watch them grow, and be a part of the other kids in the community, and I suppose an opportunity that you might look at in a different way. Well, when we finish playing cricket on a Saturday morning, we get to take other other kids or children from our cricket team out and do a little bit of um, irrigating or show them what we do on the farm. And it's quite enjoyable for the kids and ourselves. It seems, um, which it seems relatively common in in the circles that um, that I'm involved with, certainly in cotton communities, that um, that you know the sport really is a connector with the broader community. Obviously, school and sport. Would you agree with that? Uh, definitely, Darren. Um, school, school, and sport are, are two major ways to to connect families. And as we touched, it's very diverse. Emerald's a very di- diverse region, and um, you can connect families from all different industries and backgrounds. It's um, yeah, definitely school and sport are the number one way of connecting connecting your community, yes. Can you take us through how you engage economically with your community uh, in, a, in a good year or, for that matter, in a, in a tough year? Well, with that, Darren, I, supporting your community, um, we, we believe in supporting our local businesses and resellers. And, you know, in a tough year or a good year, you, um, you need to support them. In the good years, they can prosper as, as much as we do. Um, in the bad years, well, we need to support them so they're there for the good years. Uh, example, our local cricket club, you use the local butcher, you use the local bakery, um, and they support and they give back to our clubs in the way of sponsorship, but it's just that, that circle of supporting each other. You're part of a, uh, an active community and you contribute very much. Um, how does that make you and your family feel that you are connected in this way whereas many people in the city may not feel that connection at all um i think i really enjoy being part of the community and it's it's so as a family we really enjoy part being part of the community giving back and in our local cga like our cotton community um you know we sponsor the fireworks we um sponsor the a, a 
a great little event called the Picker Pool, which um, advertises the CGA or the Cotton Growers Association every year. It's $5,000 that you pull a cotton picker, takes about 30 minutes, um, all the charities, it goes back into the community. And from them to us to show showcase where water comes from. And, and to be a part of that is as a family in our industry and all the other families to show show the people out of the, out of the city or the teachers out of uni and the rest of our community that are moved it we're a huge part of our our community um, and giving back in a in a great way and just you know showcasing what we we do do um, yeah I yeah couldn't be prouder of our industry and you know the families in our industry that give back to the community Darren. Well, it's been an interesting uh, time speaking with you. Thank you, Aaron, and um, and, and thank you for taking us through um, what cotton can mean to um, to a community uh, in rural and regional Australia, uh, and providing a bit of insight um, for people who who don't live in uh, in, in these areas. So that's uh, that's all for this episode of From the Field. Thank you very much to Aaron Kiley, and thanks for your company on the podcast today. For more stories and information on the Australian cotton industry, visit cottonaustralia.com.au or head to Cotton Australia's social media channels. To hear other episodes of the podcast, just search for From the Field and don't forget to leave a review. That will help get the word out about this series. This episode has been produced by Robert Virtue for Cotton Australia. I'm Darren Davies. Talk to you soon.